Everybody, yeah, in this lobby, yeah. Welcome to Press Play on a Wednesday from polkastarter.gg. Hosted, as always, by my wonderful self, George in the Meta. Joined as my co-host, as always, is Gaspode. Gaspode, say hello. Hello. Fantastic. Excited as always. What we shall be doing whilst we wait for Sammy from Across the Ages to come up is speak a little bit about other things that have been going on. Namely, the top five games. We have recently published the top five games video for June. Uh, we have got, in no particular order, before anyone gets too precious about their game and the order I read these out in, the five are made up of Champions Ascension, Sparkball, Gods Unchained, Synergy Land, and Pirate Nation. So if any of you have not yet seen, head over to the Polkstarter Twitter page, click on the link that will take you to our YouTube, where you can see our video about these five, which are our top for the month. So let's go ahead and we'll take a look at these games whilst we wait and we can talk games. So Gaspo, do you want to take a look and give me your thoughts on Champions Ascension? So I think their old Sally event that they held, which is the reason that they've kind of made it into one of the top games for the month, went down really well. Uh, we could see a lot of coverage across social media. We saw a lot of big guilds getting involved. Uh, some of the guilds and teams weren't very good, Pokestar Gaming at the start, but they managed to kill it in eventually. Uh, it definitely looked like a learning curve when people were playing it. I know that previously when they've been doing the more PvP battles, it was a bit more of a button smasher and you were just charging into each other. But watching uh, OG Hub... Um, and the rest, I can't remember who's on the team, so I'm not going to shame too many of them, just charging in and dying repeatedly. I think it kind of proved that this one turned into a lot more strategy. It'll be interesting to see how they continue with these events, how they kind of tie it into their different assets that they have within the game, because they are just looking to bridge across to Polly to encourage more people, because I know when I played, I played as a little urchin, and... That's not very fun. No one wants to be a skinless scrub. So getting some sort of god skin is definitely on the to-do list if you're someone looking to play and not get bullied for looking like an urchin. Uh, but no, it seemed really exciting what they were doing. And it was an interesting mechanic to add in. What were your thoughts? I honestly have never played Champions Ascension because my time zone is butt cheeks and every time we have been invited to play it has been the middle of the night for me so i have been watching from the sidelines and watching the videos come across and i like what you were saying there about the building it into the game itself because the game i remember seeing was from oh it must be old now if it was the buffessa i was watching the videos of um it was oh, more right. of like you said the, bo <laughs> the, the button mashing style uh, but now with that old Sally event, it did look like there was actual mechanics and people had to do things. Oh, it does look like, though, we do have Sammy. Let me see if I can approve you, Sammy. I'm here. Woohoo! 
<laughs> Fantastic. You missed my... Oh, my God, I'm going to forget what the name of the boy band was. Was it Backstreet Boys? I sung a song at the start no of way. some 90s, early 2000s, and you missed it Please, all. Please, can you do it again? <laughs> um, I can't remember how it went. What did I say? I went, everybody, yeah, in this lobby, yeah, welcome to our space. Something like that. <laughs> Okay, everybody, we are now joined by Sammy from uh, <clears throat> Across the Ages. So, Sammy, first, could you just introduce yourself and a brief description about the game for anyone that has been living under a rock and has never heard of it? Yes, thank you very much. Please accept my apologies. You know, I was late. I have, like, big problem, you know, to connect myself. Uh, we have, like, absolutely no connection and, like, we'll restart everything. So... Sorry for that. So my name is Sami. Uh, I'm the CEO and um, co-founder of Cross the Ages. I come from the gaming industry. Um, I start on the space in 2011. Um, our company, we are owner of seven studios on the world. Um, we publish video games for Nintendo, Sony, um, Xbox, Steam and Android for like more than a decade now. Um, we are owner of more than... 200 IP, and we develop 64 video games today. So we have like a good experience and how build a video game, how created like a, a great game. Uh, we made so many fail, you know, in the past that allowed us today, you know, to create something sustainable. And uh, yeah, this is uh, who am I and uh, what I'm doing. We start Cross the Ages in uh, 2020 with my co-founder Richard. Uh, we invest our own money. And we spend one year, you know, to prepare something, something very different. Um, we've seen, you know, the, the web tree with a huge opportunity and something really different that we can build for the long time. Um, we start by, you know, creating our own IP, starting, you know, to hire writers, designer, artists, uh, more than 115 artists coming from 32 nationality, people coming from Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, Star Wars, Marvel, DC Comics, League of Legends, Lord of the Ring, Cyberpunk, Avatar, and like so many other projects. And the writers are like super famous. They are like... Did you hear me? Uh, Twitter. Yeah, we heard most of that, and then Twitter tried to kick me and you at the same time. I think. Oh, nice. <laughs> so <you can> continue. <laughs> Last, like, we we could perfectly hear you until Twitter tried to die on us. Okay, 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 okay. So, so yes, like uh, um, many writers, like seven writers, like those writers, um, involved themselves to create the book across the ages. Um, the first book was released end of two thousand twenty-one. Um, the second book was released in 2022, uh, going to be finished like in, in a few months. Every week you have a new chapter translated in many languages, seven languages exactly today. Uh, we made more than one million downloads for the book. So the IP is super solid. The story is completely insane. There are so many, you know, a way, you know, to read the book. It's completely free, but you can also have it like uh, in uh, Audible uh, with audiobook. So you can find it, you know, on YouTube. And uh, yeah, so we created the, the first experience. The TCG was released the 29th March. It's the first experience in Cross the Ages. A second one will be uh, uh, reveal end of this year and start like beginning of uh, 2024. And this is where we are now. <laughs> that is a fantastic little intro and backstory. I think some people 
especially me, even me, listening to you describe your prior experience and all the IP and stuff you guys have done previously in the past, I think that gets a lot lost a lot in the space we're in, that some people are here and they're making their first game, and then we have other people coming in that have been doing this for a very long time and already have a lot of games and accolades under their belt from doing the same thing. Um, so my, my first question you kind of mentioned it in the brief you gave there but and on a base level what are people doing in the current game that is available for them to play of cross the ages yes sure so what's happened today is um our first goal was to create a game playable on app store and play store being able you know to download it for free all the experience is free, and like what I love to say to the people, please don't spend nothing on Cross the Ages. Just try the game, and like this is gonna be like enough for us. Why? Because um, the, the the most important thing is the first experience uh, and having fun. So we created a game with a new concept. So it's not a copy of Hearthstone or Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever. It's a real TCG uh, with a new mechanic, and um, it's a mix of chess, Go, um, of board game. And like with a, a lot of, you know, things that you can find like in different games, but like really, really, really um, addictive, where like it's a turn by turn. Uh, you have five minutes for each player to, 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 to play. So it's a, you have 16 turn maximum in total. And the goal is to create a strategy with your card to beat your opponent. Um, you have a different power, different uh, elements, and it's very easy to, to handle, super hard to master. Um, today we have like more or less um, 14,000 daily users, um, 65 weekly and maybe like close to 100k now monthly user. So it's real people playing to the game and like it's pretty nice, you know, for a Web3 game. For the Web2 it's uh, pretty low, but like for now like it's, it's really good because the game was released the, the 29 March and like people, you know, can play you know the free-to-play version getting you know uh, playing to the match getting some uh, inside in-game currency and also getting some card that they can merge together and then like if you can have like a good card you can mint this card and sell it on the on the marketplace um, today we already like print more or less 13 million cards uh, 1.5 are already uh, nft the thing very interesting is uh, usually, you know, when you have more and more card, more and more NFT, the price have to go low. And what's happened is completely the opposite with Cross the Ages because we have uh, more new user than, you know, a card. The supply is limited. But like for the mythical card, uh, you have some card that was costing, you know, like 20 bucks. Now, three months after, it's already 70. And you have like many cases like that where like you have them, some card having like a very high uh, amount like some card like was sold for more than 20k some like for some item for more than 50k so really interesting you know to understand like how the, the game is uh, is working you have a um, different collection so every collection is a uh, six month and uh, the time for you you know to collect your card and um, in few uh, week we're gonna start like the new collection called Mantris. And this is going to be like the, the end, you know, of account. So all the people with those cards, you know, have a time, you know, of a, a one year in total to mint your card. And after that, if you don't do it, it's going to be only digital. And you will see with the future how the price will raise. Because like when the collection is not available anymore, 
only you know the the player will be able you know to sell the chest or everything because you're gonna be like the only unique owner of those cards and cross the ages will not have any more you know of these cards and uh, yeah it's like a rotation that every six months you have a new collection loads of interesting points there um that you touched on and i'm sure we'll be circled circling back around to them as we go through the different questions um i have pinned atop the quick game i had today uh, where i got absolutely rolled by someone who has a 30 percent win rate i think so i, I wasn't uh, showering myself in glory uh, in any sense but it was easy like you say just to pick it up for free download it on the app so why did you pick free to play and why was it important to be a mobile app for the game For many reasons. First of all, um, the key of success, you know, for the gaming is um, to be accessible. I really believe that um, the key, you know, for the game is like to, 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 to give like the opportunity for the people to discover the game. If you check, you know, like many games like Fortnite uh, and like also Clash Royale, Pokemon, all those games are real free to play. For sure, you know, indeed, you, you, you have like an app purchase that you can buy, you know, inside the game and like change your journey however uh, it have to make sense you know for the people who don't have like this risk you know to pay something we what we want today is just giving an opportunity for the people to discover the game the best way you know to reach everyone is just to say okay you know what this game if you like it or no it's completely free and then try it and if you don't like it you can stop it from now and like i think like this is the best you know warranty that you can give to anyone else when you, you, you buy a game, you know, uh, on PlayStation, for example, the game, you, you will have like a time, you know, I don't know, like three, five, eight hour of experience, but like you pay the game, whatever you like it or no, you pay the game. And sometimes, you know, yeah, it created like a very high frustration when the game is not finished or like the experience is not good. So it's crash, you know, the price of the game. It's completely different on the free to play where you don't have to pay nothing. And like, this is the best way to reach everyone everywhere. Yeah, I love the idea of accessibility as well and reach everyone everywhere. I think that's as much accessibility as you possibly could get. <laughs> so with you being on the App Store, you've been doing quite well on the App Store as well um, in certain regions for being trending and stuff like that. How do you think or do you have data to back up how these players are discovering your game are they coming to it because they're seeing it in the app store or is it traffic coming from twitter to the app store if you have any um data to say on this this is a very great interesting question um if you see you know if you see like the the game you know today the experience on gaming uh on web3 it's really difficult, you know, for the game to be able uh, to be on the App Store and Play Store because um, you have um, so much thing, you know, to answer. Um, and also, you know, you have like so much review. Um, they're not crypto friendly and they don't like, you know, uh, uh, the Web3 experience for now. So they try to limit it. Um, what we've made is... Um, we create the Web2 game scalable in Web3. And this is exactly where, you know, you have like the big difference between Cross the Ages and like uh, the other game. The idea for us is to create a Web2 experience where it's completely 
simple and um, accessible. And then you will have like this possibility and this opportunity, you know, to scale your experience and also, you know, uh, being able to uh, get the ownership. About like uh, how, you know, people uh, will know about the game. Um, as I explained, you know, the marketing is one of the most important parts when you create the game. Uh, in the past, you know, uh, if you have a good marketing or good game, you can be able to do something. Today is completely different. The offer is so huge that you have to be sure that your game will be solid and also the marketing will be really great. That means you're going to be uh, able, you know, with the ads, with uh, um, as your skills, you know, and your way, you know, to reach, you know, uh, people to be like the first on the um, on the world when people will find, you know, like TCG, when they will put strategy game or whatever to always be, you know, on the top. And then like people will start to come. The second thing is about like uh, what I love to say, the punition. What is the punition is um, imagine that you have a multiple money, you have like a lot of money and uh, you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to put like a lot of money on the marketing and then well, push people, you know, to download my game. What's happened? It can work and you will have like a, a lot of people, you know, will come and join, you know, to, to, to your game. However, however, what's going to happen is very interesting is um, people will destroy you on your notation. That means, you know, you have maximum of five and your game will have two, three, maybe like 3.5. And this is not good, you know, because like people, when they see, you know, the character of the game, they will see like the game have three on five star. Oh, no, I'm not going to download it. And like they will have like a, a lot of uh, negative feedback. The power, of course, the ages is um, the game, you know, um, is a niche game uh, reaching, you know, people playing to the TCG and loving the TCG. And the thing very interesting is uh, we have 4.9 and 4.8, you know, on the App Store and Play Store. So it's like really insane, you know, on notation. That means like people really enjoy, we have like more than 1,000 uh, um, uh, rate today. And it's gonna be like bigger and higher. Um, and like, we believe that this is one of the key uh, of the success is when, you know, people really love, you know, the game and really enjoy the experience. Um, I love to explain to the people that today, the experience across the ages is um, more or less to uh, 30% of the potential of the game. Um, the game is uh, not finished and it's never finished. You know, it's always, you know, you always make evolve. Uh, when Pokemon Go was launched, it was launched with 10% of the potential. Uh, we launched it with uh, 20%. We, we just get like 10% more. We believe that in September, we will be at 40 to 45 and uh, the experience will be completely insane because what we put inside the game will be really different. So we implement, you know, the, the competition, the esports, the tournaments, the cash price, everything will be put like this summer and the new collection will come also. So, uh, yeah, this is more or less what I can tell you, you know, about like uh, the, the app. I think the interesting bit you mentioned there around the user acquisition and the marketing and how it can be good to start with, but there's risks involved is definitely a key consideration for anyone else trying to get their game out through the App Store to make sure they don't fall into any of the, the traps that you mentioned there. Just looking at it, and you mentioned that there are quite a, a bit of a niche going on in terms of yeah. games and what you're offering. Um, what do you think makes Cross the Ages kind of stand out from that niche? Mm, it's very um, a good point. You know, from the beginning, from the first day, 
uh, when we built Cross the Ages, we didn't build a game. It's not uh, about gaming, absolutely not. You know, and like it's a, a real great mistake to think that Cross the Ages it's a game. It's not a game anymore. It's an IP. So um, while well, you created a law first, um, this is really solid. You know, to help you. You know, to build your 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 vision. The vision of Cross the Ages was from the beginning to create at least, and I say at least three different games. The first game is a TCGY because this is the best application, you know, for the NFT. And indeed, you know, uh, when you have some asset, you know, player on average have like today 3,000 cards in average. And for the other game, why you will need to have like those too much cards? For the TCG, you will need to have many, many cards to merge them together, to create a combo, to create a, like alternative version. The second game will be like a, a mainstream game completely open for much more people. It's going to be like a game, uh, uh, an open world, like uh, um, Fortnite, for example, if you, 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 I can like give like this uh, comparison and uh, super accessible with the interoperability of the token and the NFT. The promise, you know, in Cross the Ages from the beginning was the same. It was to say to everyone that you will never spend more than what you start to spend from the beginning. The only thing is like, you experience and your time, you're going to put it and add that on the top of your card. That means, you know, your investment, you know, from the beginning will be safe. Everything you get from the beginning, you can use it all your life and the, all the different experience across the ages. And this is a real game changer. You know, I, I used to play to so much video game. And if you take like, the example of FIFA, the revenue model of FIFA is like to sell, you know, card on foot. Uh, so it's a uh, foot is a, is a part of a, uh, FIFA, where you, you're buying, you know, some card in additional that the game. And if you pay to, to FIFA 20 uh, or 2021, it's not the same card. So you have to restart from the beginning. And like, this is the story of the video game. Created a video game where you made this promise to everyone to say, you know what? This is going to be safe. Everything you get from now, you can keep it for all your life. You're going to be able to rent your card, to sell your card. And we going to provide you, you know, everything around that and all the ecosystem to allow you to have a multiple experience. For sure, we know that, you know, the TCG was a niche. However, the people coming to the TCG are very loyal. That means, you know, people playing to Magic the Gathering 30 years ago, you can find them. I used to play to Magic 28 years ago and I still play to this game. So the 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 way of how you know you 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 play and like you enjoy the experience is completely different when it's TCG than the other game. And I believe also that the most complicated game to create, it's the TCG because it's a lot of mathematics, a lot of algorithmy, and like we have to be sure that the balance will be great and the experience will be fine and that people will really enjoy you know, the experience. So first, you created the game TCG. Second, you created uh, the MMO. This is going to be released Q1 2024. And we're going to have like a huge announcement uh, before end of this year. And third, it's going to be in 2025, middle to end of 2025. And this is going to be the, the MOBA game like League of Legends. So really, you know, uh, easy to everyone to understand what kind of game is it. And the experience will be really great because like it's also like the same experience using, you know, the same uh, NFT. That I just, sounds uh, awesome. <laughs> I just share, you know, on the group some, some cards. Um, usually, you know, I put it and pop it, you know, to the on the group. Um, it's some card to show you, you know, the, the quality and the level of uh, the card in Cross the Ages. So uh, you have uh, um, the first step where your card, like, 
uh, are like like that. You know, it's fixed, uh, and you you see like the art like that. And then when the card become NFT, you will have an animation, and you can also you know using CTA token to create a, a new kind of animation. Uh, more you know you 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 have five level of animation, and like it's completely. Um, impressive to see like the evolution of your cards. Um, also, you know when you pay, you know to create this evolution, it's like a visual for the TCG, but completely different because the experience will be different on the other game. And everything you can spend, you know, you can get it back, you know, on the different other game, and also you know on the on the economy of the game. And this is how we design that. All of that sounds fantastic. I love your idea that you've got a MOBA coming out as well. Um, I'm a eight-season League of Legends player. Always played Dota. I watched Dota DPC whilst playing ROV on my phone at the same time. So I'm glad to hear that you're going to be bringing a MOBA out as well. Um, you mentioned uh, it's going to be moving from the characters or the things you see in the card game into these other environments. So like a MOBA or an MMO and stuff like that. How is this going to work? The way I'm seeing it in my head is, instead of being a flat card, it's going to come to life as a 3D model, and that's going to be part of something within these new game types. Or is it going to be more something ancillary, like this card represents something that is slightly different, doesn't look the same, but you know they're linked? I will love to tell you. But like, you know, I, I, if you've seen, you know, on this group, they are across the ages. Like they 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 watching me and like every one of the team of marketing is around me and they surrounded me and like they put me like some you know uh, bad thing and say if you say something you will see what we're gonna do to you so we keep the secret you know from now to uh, we need like a few months before like to explain to everyone what we made uh, why we didn't show to anyone uh, what we achieve uh, we spent already 16 months 16 months on this experience some people you know sometime when they come in the office we, we, we they've seen some image um it's really really amazing uh, i don't want like this kind of experience of gaming where you know you, you you show a video to someone and like you make a fake promise and say okay in two years it's gonna be ready be sure that we're gonna coming back this is not gonna be the case uh, when we're gonna show you the video we're gonna tell you in three months this is gonna be ready and the reality is it's already playable now. Uh, we created a new kind of system of gaming where um, you will play you with a lot of other people on the same map. Um, you will be able to use your own NFT. I can't tell you how, but you will be super happy and like super proud to uh, have your, your card, your S card, like everything you get you know, from your, your TCG game and uh, the ID. Uh, was from the beginning, you know, to uh, bring the experience that you have and that you um, generate, you know, on the TCG and to put it back, you know, on this uh, MMO and also on the on the mobile where the game is, is really different. But where the logic, you know, of your NFT is, is the same and uh, really great to start your journey directly with uh, your experience of the TCG inside. Okay, then. <laughs> I'm glad you managed to tell us at least something, but I'll rein the questions back in so I don't get you in trouble with your marketing team because I would hate for them to be sending threats for us for dragging too many secrets out of you on this spaces. So when you're talking about how you can then use your NFTs in these different games and you have your cards in the current available TCG that can then also um, be an NFT as well, how much are you seeing gamers convert from just being purely the Web2 aspect 
into the Web3 aspect. Is there a lot of conversion from that? Or are people just enjoying this as a fun Web2 game on their mobile? Mm. You know, uh, when we when we we start, we come uh, on the most difficult time where, you know, people from the Web3 uh, start like to leave, you know, the place because they wasn't able to win money anymore. It's why I think that everyone love to say play to earn so it's a job it's not a game anymore you play to earn money when crossier started in 2020 the first thing that we put is uh, this game is not going to be a play to earn but a play and earn the experience will be different this simple word from to to end is so huge so for us when we start our experience we seen that you know the market was really 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 sad because like people uh, was not believe anymore you know on the on everything on the nft on the promise on we seen like so many projects you know disappear and like really really few projects are still here and still solid project like Illuvium, like it's still like uh, are still here today and uh, i'm really happy you know that this project are, are here today and our job was like to maintain um, this line for example you know um, i'm a huge owner of nft i have a multiple ape a lot of uh, i have some azuki i have some uh, some uh, artifacts some monolith some clonics uh, all my collection absolutely all my nft lost between 75 to 99 percent of the price all of them and the only collection i have today in my hand that's made between x3 to x500 in one year from June of last year is my pack of cross ages. Unfortunately for me, since this is my product, I have only one one pack on the 18,150 pack. But the reality is uh, what we're building and what people seen from the beginning is is sustainable. Everyone that's spending 100 bucks today can sell the pack completely instantly, you know, for 300. We have some pack used to cost 10 bucks. It was a legacy pack. Now the price of those pack is a 2.6 to 3 eater. It was ten dollars. It was like few 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 months ago. And the very the thing very interesting is to understand you know the utility behind it. The utility is the key. If you just get it you know to uh, have some fame and like to prove to someone that you have something, it's a thing. But if you can explain to someone that what they will get and what they have in the hand will be solid and sustainable for the long term and that you can use it in multiple ways. For example, when you have a pack and cross the ages, you can use it um, for the TCG, for sure, the main pass, but you can also use it for the, 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 the MMO. And you have like so multiple uh, um, advantage, exactly, advantage, so a lot of advantage, even for the merch. Everything is linked, you know, so when you are from the community of Cross the Ages and like you become like an owner of one pack and you have your min pass, believe me that this is going to be like a strong investment. And we've seen that, you know, the markets are super sad. However, the price raise significantly. What's going to be when the market will come back to the green? And I really believe that it's going to come back to the green. And I'm sure 100% that, you know, it's going to be like completely insane. If today we are able to have like this number 
this traffic on the secondary market, having like this number of trade in, in few months, we launched, you know, the, the, the marketplace, more than 100,000 trade was made, 100,000. We're talking about like minimum of 2K trade per day. So there's something really solid and really sustainable behind that. And this is just growing every day, every week. This is where we are now. Sorry, I, it wasn't letting me unmute, but we're here. No, I think it's really interesting, the different things that you're bringing out there. Um, I was very interested in the kind of interoperability across your different games, as you mentioned, in the way that the packs kind of have limited runs so that if you buy them now, there's not going to be an infinite supply for people who come a little bit, little bit later on. They'll have to buy back from the community. You do mention some of the cards getting rather pricey at this point. And I like the mention of not being played to earn because I was losing all the time, so I'm definitely not earning anything. <laughs> but, um, how do you avoid the situation of pay to win with some of these pr cards getting pretty so ridiculous for a card? Easy. So easy. You know, the thing is um, this game uh, is working with the specific rules. When you start to play to cross the ages, you have to create your own deck and the maximum of power that you can get with uh, your cumulated card is 15,000, nothing more than that. However, the cards have a power between 450 to 740. That means you need to create the good balance to put some cards with a different power, whatever the amount of money you have. You can be rich. You can be super rich and having everything very great and cross-eated. You're not going to be able to use all your cards. And we've seen so many people coming just with a small package, you know, and spending like, let's say, 100 bucks and being able to be on the top, top, top player. So for sure, uh, it helps you, you know, when you start to have like some good cards. But believe me, that's on the leaderboard. It's not people spending more money that <laughs> they are like the most powerful. And this is like uh, the, the, the protection of this game that allowed anyone, you know, to be on the leaderboard. I think that's a, a key bit. And I think using the points is a clever way of doing it. Um, I know that people can get very annoyed if they spend a lot of time practicing and they just get steamrolled by some donkey who happen to have the best cards. I think that's definitely kind of a key thing to be keeping an eye on in terms of the challenges. Looking to the future, though, what are you excited for in the next three to six months inside the project, but then the space in general? Um, so in two step about the project himself, the thing very interesting is uh, we're building and uh, we are super close to our community. That means that we made a lot of announcements. Uh, Cross Age is the first project backed by five gaming publishers. This never happened before. So no one game can say that he got support from Ubisoft, also Square Enix, supported by Bandai, supported by Animoca, by Elit, and someone else is coming soon. Uh, those publishers are not here just to uh, invest money or here like to invest and to say, yes, we support you. We're going to announce soon something completely new and some partnership that I don't think that a game on Web3 made this kind of partnership. However, I'm super excited uh, of what's going to happen in the next week. So end of this summer, we're going to be able to uh, share something with our community. Um, really, really exciting. 
and this is going to be like a, an open entrance for so much people, so much people coming from the web too. Today on our player, on our basis of player, uh, we have much more player from the web two than the web three. Much more people coming, you know, from the web two. And we've seen that on the download because like uh, the game, you know, uh, uh, was on the top top five and top one for the six uh, last week. Uh, the number was really, really great. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you insane, but really, really great. Uh, around like 5K download per day uh, on the last, uh, you know, peak. And um, we 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 gonna have like much more than that. We we're just waiting for the new update end of July. We're working on the um, on the on the next you know uh, uh, version of Cross the Ages, uh, much more much better than this one. Uh, even if this one is great, but like what we're doing is uh, we're just doing new patches, new patches. If you check on the patches, we already made like eight thousand five hundred and twenty eight. <laughs> modification since the beginning so it's a lot and uh, um, the thing is very interesting because like uh, the evolution of the game of what was the game a few weeks ago and what is the game today and what's going to be the game is one of the most exciting parts for us so this is for the part of cross the ages now i'm going to talk about macro um since we're working with uh, the other publisher um we have a lot of information about like uh, what's gonna come from the big publisher and um, some projects are coming uh, pretty huge um, the only this is I think this is gonna be like a very great way to uh, give um, a good opinion for the people to explain that crypto and web3 gaming are not only scam and Ponzi system there are some real experience, um, like absolutely all the experience, we just need time to build and time to create something. Um, I really believe that to create a, a good experience, the minimum you know, for a project, we need two to three years to create something, a good basis and good foundation. Everyone will come with a fake promise to tell you that he's able to create the game in one year. It's not possible. It's gonna be like for a publisher like us or a big publisher, Absolutely, everyone will need time to create an iteration. So, uh, yeah, I think that you're going to be surprised end of this year uh, from some announcement from some publisher about what they build and uh, what they're working on and also about uh, how Cross the Ages and how the name of Cross uh, is really important. We didn't pick this name randomly and you will understand why, you know, this game is called Cross the Ages. Fantastic. It sounds like a lot of stuff people should be excited for there. And it's a very good idea that you're speaking on there of shifting the narrative away from, yeah, if people actually spend three years building a game, you're going to get a game, unlike some of the potential stuff people had negative experiences with prior. So for us here in the Web3 and not your masses of Web2 users, where is the best place for everyone to stay up to date with the information of all these 8,000 updates you're doing and how they can get involved with the community and how they can be playing the game? This is a good question. First, um, we have a, a really great uh, Twitter. So uh, I, um, I'd love to say to everyone that use all our channel. Um, in our website, you have a wiki. Um, that means, you know, this wiki uh, is updated every day and we're trying, you know, to put 
absolutely all the information on the game. So if you want to know how the game is working, the rules, uh, the book, everything in our is our website. Also, you know, on the social media, we are like available on Telegram, Discord, Twitter, but also like in uh, YouTube and TikTok and Twitch. So you, you can't, you know, lose information. Um, but like the pretty simple way, you know, is like now, you know, uh, is uh, using Twitter, we're trying to give like uh, all the major steps, you know, on Twitter and also give redirection to give like to the, the people the way, you know, to, to go to the website and also, you know, having like uh, more information. But like if you want to know about like the next EMA and like having like information about like what we're going to do and what's going to be like the next step, uh, indeed, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be in Twitter. So you are on the good place and on the right place. <laughs> Fantastic to hear that Bird App is going strong and that you have a presence everywhere across the internet. Um, super excited to hear the fact that you guys have a game wiki already. I think that's a lot of things that games are actually missing, especially some of these early stage ones where I desperately need a wiki to understand how to start. Okay, so Sammy, you've been fantastic to have you up here. Um, we're just coming to the end of the time. So um, thank you for coming up and speaking on Cross the Ages with us today. Oh, thanks a lot for this opportunity and my apologies, you know, for the for the delay. Um, if you have like any kind of question, if uh, people, you know, in the room have question, I would love, you know, to to to, to take yeah. time to answer. If you don't have the time, I wish you the best and like it was a real pleasure. Unfortunately, we do not have the uh, have the time as we have a strict cut off from the people above me for the fact that if any of you didn't listen to this live and all the expert advice that came out of Sammy, you can listen to this back as a podcast across various different audio mediums. Still not iTunes, much to Sandbox's dismay. So thank you, everybody, for coming along again to press play. Make sure you go and check out our Games of June as well we did touch on one just before sammy turned up but there is four more within that list as well that you guys should go check out and always remember you can go over to polkstarter.gg for news reviews guides and everything web3 we also have a newsletter coming out tomorrow as well so you won't have to go anywhere to find information the information will be coming to you if you are interested in what gaspode is doing check out gaspode's twitter his links to all his stuff is there same goes for me but Big thanks for everyone for coming out again. I can't wait to see you all next week for Wednesday's Press Play. Until then, a goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.